He said, we're going to do something to your brain. Hello and welcome to Dead Air 14. This time we're talking about Lauren Boebert and her Mary Palmer and Five Ugly Daughters. Action, action, action. Russell Brandage, the whale, and how terrific food is in England and America. Yeah. Go. Hello. Hi, how Christina. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. 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 Kutchner. I've got first. Kutchner. Who's that? Ash. Ash. Ashton Kutchner. What was that face? <laughs> Last week we talked a little bit about Ashton Kutcher. I used to think it was Aston Kutchner. It doesn't matter. Aston. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mila Kunis. And Mila Kunis um, writing a, their character letters for Danny Masterson after he'd been convicted of uh, all the things he was convicted of and uh, public backlash. And um, we just thought it'd be fun to mention, in case you didn't know, while we were recording Dead Air last week, actually, um, after we'd got finished and um, opened up Twitter, they had released uh, the most unapologetic apology video ever yeah. um, during that time. So that was an additional fascinating, uh, fun little twist. In which Mila Kunis looks pretty pissed off. Looks very angry as they clearly read prepared um, remarks. You know, mm -hmm. from PR. Did they whatever. read it for, off a teleprompter? Or I don't know. Um, I mean, definitely, I learned from that short video that he's a better actor than she is. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I suppose. But, you know. Or maybe he, he tried to look Maybe he's just sad. a... Sad. You know, maybe he's just a smoother operator and he maybe. doesn't... Maybe, yeah. Like, oh no, there's a PR disaster. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then... I guess, uh, didn't you see that he'd stepped down from his anti-sex trafficking mm -hmm. organization? He stepped down mm -hmm. as the, uh, I think, chair, and she also stepped down as an observing mm -hmm. board member, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and, and he did kind of apologize to them, saying, you know, he lessened the victim's, I mean, not just testimony, you know, it was proven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just thought that... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought that um, apology video, probably I'll low-key remember it forever in the way I kind of remember Gal Gadot singing Imagine All the People. Yeah, yeah, um, like, yeah, oh. yeah, which, yeah, interesting connection, since they did it in the same location in their, outside their pool house or whatever, as um, in The Boys, where they did like a spoof of celebrities singing Imagine, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were there singing it um and right in front of that same backdrop that they did their apology video from so right i didn't know that's that interesting yeah well where did you want them to film it in in their spa <laughs> yeah right in their 800 foot square italian marble kitchen on the tennis court god i think they should have filmed it in bed like just surrounded <laughs> by duvet like silk yeah. silk sheets yeah uh, you know, and, and Ashton Kutcher, you can see him just like like hitting a bung, just yeah. like just the top of a bung. Um, I mean, I agree with you. I would have liked that a lot more. It would have been hilarious. Um, yeah. Uh, and halfway through, Mila Kunis realizes she's got gum in her hair. I'm like, oh god, that night was wild. <laughs> Do you ever, um, man? Why can't I not think of his name right now? Um, Richard Dreyfus. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever see that like 
video that he did for, what's that, Cameo? Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Wasn't it something like someone paid him $700 mm -hmm. for a 30 second birthday wish? Mm -hmm. And it's him like rolling around in bed like, ah, happy birthday. <laughs> oh, you see, I that's not even the one I remember. The one I remember mm -hmm. is Richard Dreyfuss doing the same thing. And he's like uh, unhitching his boat from his car, like he's just got in. We're like, oh, I can film a video while I do this. Yeah. Like, it doesn't t doesn't stop for a Why second. Not? Yeah. Why not? I, I suppose so, but, yeah. yeah. That's very funny. Yeah, I like it. I also noticed, like, reminds me of, um... Is that still a thing? But... Yeah, go on, sorry. Actually, I actually don't know. You mean Cameo? Mm -hmm. I don't know, is it? It must be. I don't know. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also keep seeing, like, lately, um, like a a new meme, I guess, going around on Twitter. I have no idea where it's from, but I keep seeing it, like, whenever I pop into the cesspool, um, of, like, it's it'll, it'll be, like, um, for, uh, like, auction for $10 million, Taylor Swift will come to your funeral and stand really far in the distance so that people will ask themselves, did they know each other? <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that, you know. Yes, I mean... Um, Steve Zahn, uh... For three thousand dollars, we'll patiently explain to you what movies you've seen him in. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from, but like I keep seeing it. I'm like, what is this? When it's gotta be from something. When I first started YouTube and I sort of was considering like how to do Patreon, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously I eventually decided like, oh, I won't do any rewards. Mm -hmm. I think that can get a bit iffy. Mm -hmm. One of my ideas for a reward. Um, was, and I was like, I don't, would people want this? Like, I'll do your voicemail message for you. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously I didn't, didn't do that. Yeah. But. Yeah, I've never seen that. I mean, that's a unique idea, I think. Never seen that before. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, I don't think it's as bad as, like, directly shilling. Yeah. But. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It, it, can't, it feels a bit gross. Like, when you've got, like, Philip DeFranco, who's making ad revenue doing a video every day. Mm -hmm. And we've also got like a hundred dollar Patreon tiers to be in like a club. And like ads every 30 seconds built in. Yeah, yeah and also the paid promotion as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I, I mean. suppose would bring us straight to Russell Brand then. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if you want, or do you have any... No, I mean I really have nothing else to say about the Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis stuff. Just if you haven't seen the apology video, it's worth it. It's short, um, just because it's um, hilarious. How, especially her, how upset she looks to be doing this and thinks it's bullshit. And you know who knows what the reasons are for that, but you know. yeah, like I'm I'm not really interested in celebrity gossip or anything. No, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's not the reason to watch it. The reason to watch it is, you know, th th this this could be, like, a dictionary example of how not to do a public apology. Yeah. And like, we, we wrote that for the judge. Yeah. You weren't, meant you weren't supposed to see it, we thought, so... Yeah. We wrote that for the judge, like... Danny Masterson did all that. Yeah. And, but, you know, he was a good person to me. Yeah. A snorting, farting dog. <laughs> Is that your stomach growling? Yeah. Yeah, alright. Anywho, mm. um, yep, also going around. Yeah, it's Russell Brand. Um, uh, I guess, when did you first see it? Yesterday? Did I? 
Um, well, yesterday I saw that he had preemptively put out a the things that haven't come out yet about me aren't true thing. Um, yeah, just take that as read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, been accused by multiple women, one of whom was a 16-year-old girl at the time of, you know, rape, sexual assault, the teenage girl accusing him of grooming, and um, the, um, who'd you say it was a, a combination between two different news organizations that did like a joint investigation? I think it was the Sunday Times and Channel 4. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right, yeah. And it's been reported by, you know, CNN, BBC, Everyone. Fox, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I read the, um, the article earlier, and, um, I mean, I don't have a load to say, just, uh, it's pretty gross, the details and stuff like that, um, and apparently it was another situation, according to, they said that they spoke to hundreds of people who worked with him, have known him over the years, stuff like that, um, former, like, people who worked on his shows that he's done, things like that, um, that basically made it sound like it's all, like, been a known thing for years, one of those open secret things, um, yeah. So, and, yeah, I don't know, what do you have to say about it? Um, well, not really a lot about the allegations, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see what comes of them. I don't even know if there's any sort of criminal thing going on. Yeah, even. I mean, I mean, there um, are, yeah, I don't know. Um, the, well, as of now, I think no. Uh, I believe right. I read that he, um, may have been, like, no, I can't recall. I'll have to go back to the article, but... There's stuff that's happened before, but from what I understand, at this point in time, there's no criminal thing yet. Yeah. Um, because the papers are the ones that discovered the information and put out the report, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, the testimony is convincing. Um, yeah. But uh, I did watch and subject you to uh, about 30 minutes of watching Russell Brand because of this today, mm -hmm. his YouTube channel, if you're already familiar. Um, I... I had not really seen anything from his YouTube channel, but I, I've definitely seen that he's become something of like a wellness influencer or something like that. Um, yeah, so so we watched uh, his two latest videos before the I didn't do it, whatever it is, video. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, which one was it? It was the one about Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates is funding... Uh, a laboratory that is trying to grow food mm. uh, artificially, like grow fruit, mm. you know, like starting off in petri dishes, yeah, and things like that. And Russell Brand's going on about um, how this is like anti-nature and all about control because then Bill Gates can control the world food mm. because obviously, you know, them trying to grow a blueberry in a petri dish that that means we're like two, three months away from Bill Gates controlling all of the world's food. Mm. Um, but then he, like, stops whilst he's saying all this and, like, directly to the camera shills a uh, product for, like, removing blemishes on your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while saying, like, uh, he's like, um, what was he saying, like, to the effect of, oh, what do you think would happen if we called Monsanto and asked them to sponsor us? They would say no, because they don't like the kind of stuff that we're doing, but here's somebody that did sponsor us, so we're gonna say it's great. Buy this chemical shit to put on your skin and make your skin lighter. Um, <laughs> very weird, you know, but also, I guess not weird at all, you know. His other one, the more pre the more recent one, the more previous one, it's a complicated 
sentence I just made out of mouth there. Um, (laughs) The previous one, uh, he's going on about, um, yeah, like, vac shit and all this, uh, and then, like, the top comment pinned by him is go to www.stickers.com for your free Free stickers. Stickers! Stickers. Yeah. What the... Who buys stickers? Yeah. Um, parents in line at the grocery store when their children ask for them. But from Russell Brand. (laughs) Probably not from Russell Brand, I would think. I mean... Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying, like, stickers shouldn't be sold. Or anything. Like, yeah, you're in line at the grocery store. Oh, there's a sticker book for the kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you know what? I've done my research and I found that these people are the best people online to get my stickers in bulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, buy stuff. Buy, 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 buy. They don't care what the product is. He would absolutely... Um, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm being presumptuous, but... I'm... I feel like a, a lot of these people... Um, who are really into sponsored content on YouTube would probably just do anything, you know. Like, not everyone, you know, but, like, I mean, like, your Russell Brand. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really believe him that, like, if Monsanto were, like, here's some money to... Hello, we are Monsanto. We will give you $185,000 right now to show this. Yeah. I mean, do you think Russell Brand uses skin whiteners? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, why? No. I well, mean, it just seems like a... rail fucking heroin up his arm. So... <laughs> well, good, fair point. I don't know. Who knows what he would do. Yeah. So, alright, yeah. So, like, I don't think he wouldn't use it, but... It's just, I'm just saying... Do you think Russell seem... Brand sticks things on things? I just, I don't think that, you know, I mean, I could be wrong, but it just seems like, I imagine, Russell Brand's audience isn't necessarily people who are looking to remove dark spots on their skin, but I could be wrong. They've been selling that shit, like, like for years, so, like, women. So, it just seems like a, you know... Yeah. Is skincare becoming popular with dudes? I, you know, I don't think it's that targeted. It, I mean, I don't also don't think that it's mostly dudes watching Russell Brand. I don't know what his metrics are, but I bet it's 50-50. I would, you I would bet you're male? wrong. All right. I bet it's probably more like Is... six, at least 60 Men. Is the George Ruffle Schmidt channel, is that an appropriate channel to advertise Raid Shadow Legends on? Yeah, no, I understand, yeah. Um, you know, but we still got them the email saying, don't share this email. They, that's because they send it to everybody. Yeah, exactly. They just troll for They just sent, sent it to everybody, and Russell Brand was in the right tier. Yeah. And everything. Are, are you saying... Were you saying, like, why does he shill for these things? He doesn't need the money. Well, and I mean, it's all about the message. Why does he need to do that? That's kind of is a question that I have. Yeah, if the stuff that he's talking about is so important, why is he trying to sell? Especially saying like, uh, you know, uh, they want to control the food supply. Blah blah blah. This stuff is against nature. Use this, you know, possibly carcinogenic stuff and put it on your face. Doesn't seem very on brand. I guess I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Could be wrong. Um, but I guess actually, maybe not. I mean, if he has become some kind of like wellness influencer, you know, shill for products, um, then I guess it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised exactly, but you'd think that the problem really would be with what he's doing. Like, I'm 
you know, against the mainstream media. Mm. They're after me. Mm. Mm. And all of that. And, you know, this is about the truth and everything. Well, you're Russell Brand. Like, you must have money. Yeah. Like, just don't... You mm. can still have ads at the beginning and end, but don't, like, directly sell shit. Yeah, it's I just, mean... Uh, it's just a grift. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that, I guess. Just, yeah, I can't, um... As... I don't know. No, moving on. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how acceptable it is now, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess channels. a lot of people don't care or notice anymore. Personally, quite... every time I see, like, I'm watching, like, a YouTube video and somebody's like, Buy Manscape. I'm like, ugh. God, Maybe just keep stop. Watching. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, really, we don't watch that much YouTube. You know who you never see doing that shit? Me. Stephanie. Yeah, right? Yeah. Big-ass Patreon, though. Yeah, I'm sure that makes a big difference, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I have a... It's a bit of a tangent. But I have a theory with um, YouTubers... YouTubers who become shills, which is the best... I mean, they were always shills. Mm-hmm. is like, um, you know, YouTube's metrics are so seductive. And I think, like, even if you're Russell Brand, like, Russell Brand was really, really famous mm-hmm. 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, but, like, what are the metrics you measure that by? Like, well, my last, last film did this at the box office. Is that the most important? Or, like, well, it didn't do that well, but it was a huge-ass poster and people said it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. But now you can you can sort of measure your success like, well, actually, you know, I have, on average, exactly 285,902 people watching me every day, or mm-hmm. whatever. Between the ages of yeah, yeah 18 uh, and 35 and... And I think that yeah. they, they get into that, and then they get to a point where, like, their YouTube, uh, their, their future is, their future YouTube is secure. Like, they could fuck off for a year and come back and people would still watch them. Like, oh, you're back. Yeah. And, um, you know, then, obviously, nothing can grow forever. So once they reach that point of nothing can grow forever, you Mm -hmm. know, oh, um, I'm stuck at 300,000. Oh, God, that's so small. Even though that was massive when they were starting, it gets into, well, now the metric to measure myself with is money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would also say that I have way more understanding for, like, people with quite small channels who, you know, if they want to do, like, a sponsorship or something, like, whatever, that's your business, I know you got to make a living. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know F- what I mean? But fuck um, Because ad revenue is awful, oftentimes. Um, yeah, but I just, you know, I couldn't do it myself. I mean, if I could do YouTube without having any ads... Yeah. At the front or back, uh, yeah. I would do that. Absolutely. Just get rid of them. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. So, hmm. But, it, yeah. you know, everybody's got to find the right balance and just, I guess. But, yeah, I just, I can't imagine, you know, in some of the kinds of videos that we're doing, like, transferring, like, be ta- being talking about, like, um, I don't know, consumerism or something in, like, a video, and then, like, uh, and a quick pause, though. Buy this, you know. 
Or even a quick pause for an ad. Yeah. Or for someone else's ad. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yep. That's why we don't do mid-rolls. Plus, that's just obnoxious. You can't control what the volume is of commercials. So you'll be watching something and then someone's screaming at you all of a sudden. You know, it's just more disruptive when they're in the middle, I find. Support us on Patreon. Support us on Patreon, if you will. What, what would it, I mean, I, we can skip this if you want, but mm. what, what would it take on Patreon to get to a point where you, you would just be like, let's get rid of ads? For us? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a good question. Because I also wonder if that would hurt us in the algorithm. Have not having ads, yeah. I'm not sure Choosing how Choosing not to have ads. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know what the impact would be on that. I mean... Yeah, you've got other options too. You could always choose like just un, you know, just skippable ads, no unskippable ads. Although I think they might be changing some of that right. soon. They're supposed to be simplifying their um, advertising options, but I haven't read the email yet. We'll see. Oh, good. I think I skimmed it, and it didn't look like it'll affect us. It's more to do with stuff that we don't do anyway. So, um, yeah, what would it take? I don't know. It would, um, I'm a, I'm quite an unreasonable person in real life, and. Uh, one of my things with YouTube is, uh, YouTube, uh, this is my livelihood. Stop sending me emails asking me to treat it like a, a livelihood, like a business. Stop sending me these emails about, like, file, like let me just do it. Yeah, right. I'll just fucking do what I want. Yeah. I mean, they have introduced um, on the creator app some new kind of, like, experimental tools that are kind of interesting. Don't care. But, Does it help me make a video better? Um. Nah. Hmm. Probably not. No. But I like looking at analogs as well. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> so not that it has any impact. But so what, what's your? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd have to think about that. Like, no ad revenue at all. Um, Tony, twenty thousand dollars a month if we were Tony Bosch. <laughs> My cocaine bill was eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month. Paying to rent. One was eight. One was five. That was. Let's watch that again soon. It yeah. was so good. Screwball. Screwball. It's really good. Um, hilarious. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, zero out of revenue. And if it were consistent, I mean, um, uh, at least I'd, two. I'd say, yeah, we could definitely live on 3000 per month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, totally. Well, in the money there. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I'd be pretty happy with I'd be that. Are buying stickers? <laughs> I mean, where we live, you can live on that, you know, so. Yeah, well, yeah. we live on, we don't make that, do no, we? No, we don't make that now. No, no, so. Total between ad revenue and Patreon, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that that could do it, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, maybe this is, if this is too much. I mean, obviously yeah. this is public, we're talking about our finances, but. Yeah, if it's too much, we'll cut it. Mm. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying we'll cut it, just, just for you, because... I've always felt kind of open about finances and stuff, mm -hmm. but I always remember in England having a conversation with someone where they were telling me they bought a car and they got a really good deal on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, how much was it? And they got really, really angry that I asked that. Oh yeah, right. Um, I think that... But yeah, I only I asked it because they said they got a good deal on it. I wouldn't, if they said I got a new car, I wouldn't have automatically said, what was the price? What was the sticker price? Yeah, I mean, I wonder, where was this? You say England is in England. Okay, so I guess it's not a cult really a cultural thing. Then I don't know. Well, no, I, th I, mean, I think it is a cultural thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are people who are like that here too. Like, just don't. I guess it's a class thing. I think that's what I was about to say. I think it is probably a class thing. I mean, um, God, 
I remember, I'll just share this like very briefly as an example, dating someone years ago um, and meeting their I hope and, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And um, meeting their mother who complimented me on my sweater I was wearing and I was like, oh thank you, I got a really good deal on it. It was only like, you know, X amount of money at this like discount place. And she looked at me funny and then I was told afterwards that I should not be talking about how I get deals on things because it doesn't look nice. You should have gone the other way and been like, I was totally ripped off. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was just weird. Like, what? Like, I don't know. My, like, background growing up, like, people get really excited about not spending a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, really excited. You yeah. share that shit so we can experience the joy together, you know? Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, so I guess maybe it is just a class thing. I don't know. I think it's a class thing. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, in England, yeah, poor people would be of which I was one for a while, I suppose. I don't think I'm working class, because class is fucking complicated in England, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah we would talk and... Yeah, it was useful. I mean, I, I can't Was it your uncle who took us around the house he refurbished? He was like, yeah, I got that for 800, I got that, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I like that. That's, that's actually really yeah. useful. My uncle's a genius at that stuff. I yeah. mean, what, what, what was he saying? Like, they bought a trailer that was like... Like in really bad shape like, for like, it's like less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, or something. it was like eight hundred dollars. And then they just completely rebuilt out the inside and like built a new addition onto it. And they bought their land for like two thousand dollars or some shit. Uh, you know, yeah, that's really cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is me personally. Like, yeah, you got your own place now. That's awesome. That's the dream. You got land. You know, you got a little garden. Yeah. That sounds great. Oh, well, that does take us to food and homesteading. It does take us to that, I suppose. But yeah. we've also got to talk about Lauren Boebert giving a man an over-the-pants handy. Yeah. And Mr. Handy. Yeah, and giving her some... You wouldn't like a handy basketball from a Mr. Handy. Tricks. Are you saying that wasn't... The groping didn't look great? It did not look very pleasurable, just to me. I don't know. No, if anything, but... media's told me it's start at the nipples. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that explains it. Like you're both, like you're turning up the volume and lowering down the bass. Mm hmm Yeah, right. <laughs> really tinny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't look that sexy, did it? No, I mean, I don't really know what to say about that. I just, you know, I get the feeling that they were drunk and, I don't know, the initial stuff was that they were being disruptive, that she may have been thrown out for vaping which she denied doing, and then there are pictures of like a big vape cloud coming out of her mouth uh, in the theater. Um, which everyone behind her can see coming out of her, I mean. Yeah, I mean, have you been in a theater? Yes, yeah. <laughs> shining a light right above your heads. Yeah. Um, um, was it a theater or was it a play? It was a play, I believe. Of Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. It was a ten and up show. Oh, um, right, yeah, right. Uh, chill there was a kid behind um, her. Yeah, there was a kid in the row behind her, right, yeah. Yeah, um... But yeah, I don't really know what to say. Just, you know, family values, I guess. You know, gay people are groomers. But this is fine. And the dude she was with owns a bar that's hosted drag shows in the past. Yeah, he's a Democrat. He owns a cocktail bar. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the extent of what I read about it. It just kind of sh sh you know, shook my head. I mean, when I first like saw people tweeting about it and stuff, I was like... Um, Alright, whatever. And then when I saw that there was like video clip of the security footage, I was like, oh, well, let me just watch for myself. Maybe people are kind of like, you know, making, you know, assumptions or like, who knows. And then it was like, oh, no, no, it was, okay. 
That's exactly what it was described as, so alright. Interesting. You know, I don't know. <laughs> anything else to say about that? I really don't have anything. It was like watching two robots with like no no concept of love or lust and like ordering them like right, go on then, start making out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start talking dirty. Nipples. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes me think that we're, maybe they were intoxicated. Because it did not look like, I don't know. Whatever. I really have nothing to say about it. Gross. Yeah. yeah my, yeah, fault, my fault for pushing the play button. I didn't really need to see that. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> the whale. Anything to say about the whale? Not much? Um, maybe. Not really. No, when we, we watched that last night. Um, Brendan Fraser was very good. Um, glad to see him back. Brendan Fraser plays a very morbidly obese fat man. What? I'm laughing at a very morbidly obese fat man. <laughs> yeah, a morbidly obese man. Yeah. Well, you can be you can be morbidly obese without being fat, right? Yeah, without actually, being that fat. Um, uh, in terms of, um, well, you can have like metabolic syndrome and have like buildup of visceral fat underneath your. Uh, and within the internal organs that gives you um, basically the same diseases that obese people have and up to 40% of the population may have that condition, so. Visceral fat. Um, having the precursors to metabolic syndrome, yeah. That's for another time. <laughs> another joke for another time, Frylam. Um What were we talking about? I was well. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he plays a very obese man. Uh, who is on the edge of dying from obesity. And, and seems to have kind of given up on, you know, yeah. everything. And yeah. Um, it takes place over a short period of time where he can reconnects with his teenage daughter and we find out what's led him here. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, a very... Um, well, I was going to say melodramatic, but that kind of sounds negative. It's, mm. it's a, a melodrama, but it's a good a, one. Yeah, it's a pretty straight drama. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and like family um, drama kind of thing. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I, I liked the film. It didn't blow me away. I thought he was really good. I thought the teenage girl was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Very good. Um, I mean, I'm guessing she's like 25, but right, it yes. works. You know, but she was whatever, very good. Yeah, yeah. she was very good. Uh, very convincing. Um, and that's kind of it. That's all I really have to say. Yeah, um, it was a bit toward the end, a bit too much for me. Um, I liked it as well. I pretty much agree with everything you said. Uh, it was like, there were just some bits like toward the end especially where things are kind of coming to a head with like the drama and all, you know, um, as his conditions kind of worsening and, you know, trying to connect with his daughter and um, it was just, I thought he was great. He was excellent. Um, she was great too. I mean, everybody was good in it. Uh, but it kind of like pushed, uh, it was a little bit too melodramatic for me toward the end, but I still liked it, so. Have you ever read Moby Dick? I have not, actually, yeah. no. I read like two thirds of it. Yeah. 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 And then I think I remember finding it again and being like, oh yeah, I was reading this, like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, read like parts of it and stuff, but no, I've never read the entire It's a, you know, it's a good story, but for me it's, you know, inevitably it's of a different time and I don't know, but I'd say that if Herman Melville was around now, he'd have written it like 300 pages less. Right. It's a bit long. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of wondering if, um, 
and because the whole Moby Dick thing comes back into it a couple of times. Um, I mean, I think that was kind of clearly related to, I mean, maybe not, I haven't read Moby Dick, so I'm assuming that the film's kind of drawing parallels between um, Moby Dick, Dick and the sort of like, um, from what I understand, like Ahab is kind of single-mindedly focused on this whale, and there's like, the girl writes a poem in the movie about uh, he's just trying to like share his own pain with us, and you know, I could see what they were doing there. I don't know if it really was that impactful to me, but maybe it would be if I'd read the book, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's a really good story, really good ideas, and it, writing's too dated for me to get my hmm. short attention spent into, but... Yeah, I get you. Listen to that rain. Yeah. That's nice. I got Queequeg and Pequod from it. <gasps> and that brings me to... Yes? Deus Ex Hamburglar. Oh, yeah. God, I forgot about that already. No one knows what we're talking about, so... No. No, um, but that... Why did that make us laugh so much? Just a dumb, like, um... Like, thing on Twitter. Somebody wrote a, a fake headline on Twitter that's like, uh, Elon Musk has secret third child with Grimes named Deus Ex Hamburglar. <laughs> Why did that kill us so much? Because it was so clearly untrue. Yes. But, you know... But for a split second when I first saw that, I was like... <laughs> you could almost believe it. <laughs> Deus Ex Hamburglar. No, I mean, it would be believable if he called the kid, like, Deus Ex Superioris or something. Yeah. Deus Ex Imperius. Imperius. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, sure. Deus Ex Imperator. Um... Yeah, just because uh, it's emerged from a new biography of Elon Musk that uh, one of his children, one of his younger children, I think, is called, they have called, what was it, Techno... Techno-mechanist, I can't recall. Techno-mechanicus. Techno-mechanicus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as someone who has a bit of a stupid name myself, uh, although it's just foreign... Um, I don't know, I mean, well, I didn't go to, like, a private school or anything, maybe, you know, it's, yeah, you've got Techno Mechanicus and Apple over yeah. there, and Door Frame over there, or whatever, and... Door Frame, <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Um... But, yeah, I mean... There's a lot of people that give their kids names that the are questionable. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, the, the, yeah, of course there are. I mean, the, my favourite, like, questionable name, I think it's a brilliant name, someone in Mexico I knew had a kid called, a kid in their class called Johnny Juanito. Johnny Juanito. Johnny Johnny. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right, yeah. Johnny Juanito, yeah. He sounds like a action star. I was going to say, like, a cowboy or something, yeah. Yeah, like Zorro, but he pings bullets off of pans that are hanging up and into the back of people's heads. Things like that. It's hyper-violent. <laughs> yes. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember. What were you saying? Deus Ex Hamburger. Deus Ex Hamburger, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, there was a... I think, I think it was in England, they... A court ruled that the parents had to change the name of their kid... The name of their kid, Fish and Chips. I think that we've had some of those as well in the US. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous names. Why would you name your kid Fish and Chips? Why is anything anything? 
Yeah. Yeah. Any? Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Just no. No comment on calling your kids techno machinists. Um. Poor kid. This is my kid. Connects party set. I mean, that's not as bad as um, one that I saw that was like, whip power, like white power spelled out like differently. Like if you said white power through a sneeze. And, like they spelled it in a weird way, but like phonetically you could tell it's meant to be white power. Yeah, isn't that nice? Um, no, I mean people, I don't know, people man. Yeah. I don't know. Food and homesteading. Yeah. Um, this is be our uh, our main topic, I guess. No, I'm done. Episode, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much there is to say, but um, you brought it up, so. Okay. What do you want to talk about? You were talking about um, noticing what food in America is like when you came here. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. When I first came here, I noticed that the food was a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's shit in Britain too. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you want? Wasn't it something like I said? It was really sweet. Like the bread um, was really sweet. Yeah, I remember probably like the first like year of our relationship. You were always talking about like why is all of the bread so sweet here? Like why does everything taste like like a donut almost? You know. Um, and I started kind of looking into that. But it's like oh that's interesting. You know. I wonder if I've just never noticed um, as much. But. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, processed breads are loaded with sugar yeah. here. Um, and I think a lot of people just, like, taste it as normal. You know? Well, yeah. And, yeah, if you don't eat a lot of sugar, you start to notice more, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that didn't surprise me, you know, and, and junk food is junk food in Britain, too. Mm. You know, and you can get good food here. But what surprised me most mm. about my food experiences in America was how expensive food is. Mm-hmm. And I guess probably... Britain has caught up with that, from what I've heard. But I, I remember, you know, being a student where I would buy all my own groceries, and I could get a loaf of bread for one pound, mm-hmm. yeah. and things like that. I mean, I wasn't eating steaks or anything, but... Yeah, um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, since I'm the one that does the grocery shopping, yeah. um, like, you can get, at least, like, where I go, you can get white bread, um, you know, like, Gross white bread for Dimbo like bread. two dollars. Um, I don't buy that because it's you may as well be eating nothing. Um, whole wheat bread, the one that I get is like two seventy nine for a loaf, uh, and that's like the cheapest one that they have. Um, so I don't know. I mean, maybe it's really caught up, you know, over there. I guess you haven't been in England in like what? I don't think I've been since Brexit. Yeah, it's been. Let me think. Maybe, no, maybe just after Brexit, I can't remember. We met about six years ago, this month. So, the last time, and then you went to England briefly, so, I guess about a little under six years since you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's exactly the same now, but, um. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. I definitely went to Britain after the Brexit vote, but I, yeah. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, you went back for a little bit mm-hmm. and yeah, oh. anywho, um, yeah, well, um, I mean, I'd be curious to know like, um, differences in like produce pricing here versus there. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, in Britain and especially cause of Brexit, I think they're having quite a lot of difficulty fulfilling all that produce. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so from what I've heard, it's quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I don't know. Um, I definitely, when we get the chance for me to go over with you, I uh, would love to go into a grocery store and just kind of look around out of yeah, curiosity. So I shall take you into Tesco's. Okay. I'll take you into the the Netto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I just, mean, yeah. What, well, let me ask you this. I mean, maybe you don't know. Again, you haven't been there in a long time. Like, um, do you, I mean, it, you've been in the grocery store here a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, nothing. I was going to say some funny, embarrassing things about you, but I'll... Yeah, go on. That. Say it. Um, well, normally you don't go with me because it takes about 10 minutes before George is like, can we leave? Are we done? God, I hate this. Can we leave now? Like, can you be quiet? <laughs> Fine. Anywho. Um, yes. And, and like, and, and is... things mysteriously ending up in the cart, of course, <laughs> is, which is always fun. Like an ice cream cake. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, it always fascinates me, um, like, how little just fresh food there is in grocery stores. Like, if you... And obviously this depends a lot on, like, where you live. Yeah. You know, we live in the country. Yeah. You know. Um, but, like, the produce section, there's, like, 15 fruits and vegetables to choose from, maximum. And then you go down the middle aisles, and there's, like, 80 different types of cereal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say it's similar. Similar? Yeah. Okay. I'd say Interesting, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your impression of English food? Or British food? Um, and is there a difference between English food and British food? Uh, I mean, yes. I guess, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, my experience with eating it is pretty limited. And I'd say it's more British food than English food specifically. Welsh people use more leeks, maybe. I don't know. I like leeks. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. Um, Scottish people have haggis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can get that in stores. Yeah, we had that. In England. Yeah, it's uh, good. I some here. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I fucking love Scotch eggs. <laughs> yeah, Does right, that count? Yeah. Or is that something we made up here and called it Scottish? No, we have that. Okay. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with, with all of that stuff, you know, you can get, like, you can go to a restaurant, like we did, that English restaurant one time, mm. and get those Scottish eggs mm-hmm. with, like, fries. Ooh, $12. You could also, the real Scottish egg, though, is vacuum sealed for 50p. You know, yeah. in a... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I mean well, do you... You know, is your impression of British food, like, bland and nasty? Well, that's what uh, American movies and TV shows have always told me. But every time I've had a little bit of it, it tastes pretty damn good. Uh, it tastes a lot like our southern food, in my opinion. You know, I mean... Really? Yeah, well, look at, like, fish and chips. I mean... Uh, hello, fried catfish and fries. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, that's some good shit. Uh, and yeah, we I mean, we do fried fish here, like cod. Yeah, in know. a very similar way. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's what you said. Yeah, I remember when we deep fried. We had yeah, we had the fish fry at my grandma's house. And you were like, this is very similar to how we do it in England. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, that stuff's good. Um, you know, but I mean, yeah, my experience, I guess, with it is not robust. So I don't know if I have a lot of beyond that. It didn't taste bland to me, um, the stuff that I have had. Yeah. And um, you've made me English breakfast before. That was really good. Uh, like the full thing with the 
eggs and baked beans and like fried tomatoes and fried mushrooms and bacon and that was good. That's not other no, than other there. than the the fried <laughs> vegetables and beans. That's pretty damn close to like an American breakfast. Yeah, I mean the you know the traditional sort of English food of like your Sunday lunch. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the same here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all pretty similar, yeah. Yeah. Um, although I do um, want to ask you about, because maybe it's the same in England. Um, like, something that I notice is how many American favorite breakfast foods are desserts. Same in England now. Same in England? Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Shreddies. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah, eating fucking Lucky Charms. I mean, and I... They taste nice, but, like, that's a dessert, dude. Yeah. Um, I, th I think one difference <laughs> is, is that... Um, you don't get as much mixing of sweet stuff with st stuff that Fats. isn't sweet. Like, mm. yeah, people will eat cereal for breakfast, mm -hmm. but you don't, like, I think it's delicious, but the idea of putting, like, syrup on bacon and pancakes mm. would be kind of weird. Yeah. I get you. In England, like, the idea, okay, so, like, we had delicious, uh, what was it? Was it stuffing? Um, uh, no, not stuffing, it was, like, uh, for Thanksgiving... It, Oh, a like, sweet potato casserole. Yeah, like yeah, this I candy. Remember the first time, yeah, you were like, what is this? Like, you never had sweet potato casserole? But it's really sweet. It's very sweet, yeah. And, like, uh, that's not as big a thing in England, having, mm. like, sweet stuff like that on your mm. on your plate, unless it's all sweet. I get what you're saying, yeah. Um, you know, but, but, you know, people still drink a Coke and mm. eat a hamburger. Yeah. You know, mm. the McDonald's is pretty much exactly the same, tastes the same, the Burger King tastes exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing about, like, American portions being bigger, like, in restaurants maybe, but everywhere else it's the same. Yeah. Okay, right. I mean, well, that's an interesting question, because, I mean, you've been here long enough, like, you've seen lots of people eat, you know, we've had dinner at other homes other than ours on occasion. Mm. Do you think that Ameri it looks like Americans eat more? Or no, I, no, no, I don't. But I meant the thing about like portions and re like everyone who came back from holiday in the States that I knew were like, oh, the portions they give you. Mm. But that's because that you stayed in a hotel. And that also the, depends on the restaurant, yes. Yeah, that's because you went to Disneyland or whatever. Yeah, if you go to, um, yeah, like you go to Applebee's, you know, for $20, you can get like a ton of food and it's shit. Yeah. Um, just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I don't think they do eat more. Um, and like I say, I think Britain's catching up with a lot of stuff. Well, we've exported a lot of our diet as well. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, for sure. Um, yeah. What's some of the, um, I don't know, just as people might enjoy hearing nice things about our experiences instead of just complaining about shit. What, um, what are some things that you've had since living here that you think are really good? Can you um, yeah, the all the stuff at Yats. Oh yeah, Yats, Yats. was uh, closed during COVID, unfortunately. But Yats was a Cajun restaurant, mm -hmm. Cajun Creole, yeah, Cajun Creole um, that we used to go to. And yeah, what well, like etouffee and etouffee, etouffee, white chicken chili, white ch uh, yeah, drunken chicken, drunken chicken, Chipotle Alexio. I mean, that's the best um, food I've had like ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember um, when. We were making the film, and Damien was down, and we took him down once, and that was fun. Because um, they, if you go in, they'll let you, like, sample. It's all, like, stuff they make in, like, a big pot, and, like, here's a little cup, you can try some. And, yeah, that warmed my heart, because Damien, 
Tracy's like, oh, that's banging. Mm. <laughs> that made me happy. And didn't you say that after that, all he wanted uh, was yats. Was yats yeah. when I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I really, really like that. Um, I guess, you know, I've, I've had a hard time finding a decent Indian restaurant. Mm -hmm. Even ones that are Indian owned. Mm -hmm. Like there was one near us. Uh, fucking tikka masala pizza. Like, I won't be going there then. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, I think that was like an Indian like fusion type thing. Yes. Yeah, which um, uh, And maybe it's because my palate is actually, you know, the Indian food I want is British Indian. <laughs> I went to India in like 2008, but I went on like a $20 a day budget. <laughs> so I was eating like street food and just normal places that Indians would eat. And the food wasn't very good because it was, uh, you know, like poor people food. <laughs> You know, sure. I'm sure if I'd gone, gone to a restaurant or something, I don't mean that in a condescending way. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, if I'd gone to a restaurant, I'm sure it could would have been delicious, but the best Indian food I've had has been, like, in, like, Harrow or something, you know, mm. in, in Britain, and in Sheffield as well. It was a really good one. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that, that yeah, I can't find that yeah. here, because I think even authentic Indian, I think they kind of change it a bit for what they think the American palate is. Yeah, I've heard that as well, that um, they do that, so. Yeah, I mean, I would like to um, find some recipes and like make some fresh Indian stuff, like try to. But like, because I'm not as familiar with that food, I don't know like what authentic is, you know what I mean? Like I can't trust, Yeah. you know, whether like a recipe is gonna really be authentic or not, but it's something I might like to play around with. Tink yeah. Nothing, I was just gonna say, I think I got, um, Non bread down. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not exact, but it's uh, very, very nice. Um, tikka masala, everyone talks about, is a, I think a Scottish invention. Mm -hmm. I think it was even voted by British people to be like the best British food. Mm -hmm. But tikka masala is like the vanilla of curry. Yeah. Like it's good, especially yeah. if you get like a, you know, fresh, delicious one, fresh cream and stuff. But, um, oh, the curries you can have. I mean, Vindaloo, mm -hmm. Madras. Boona, Dansak. Yeah, I have been to with you. Well, you know, like stuff you could buy here, but it was good. Yeah, um, blew and that's mouth, really. Blew my mouth out in a great way, you know. Really? You see, yeah. that's like a number one on a scale of five. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, tikka masala is like, uh, the only thing you can get weaker than that is korma, which is also delicious. You know, you don't, it doesn't have to be about blowing your mouth out. Yeah. But there's something about a, um, oh man, I can't even remember the name of it, a pur pur pear. Puni, puti, oh, I can't remember. It's very hot, but it's also like made with lemon, and it's like very sour. Mm, that sounds nice. So good. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Well, definitely, when we make it to England at some point, you know, I can at least try Indian food there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I. Yeah. So I'm okay with spices. I can handle a vindaloo, which is like the spiciest one. Sometimes, but you go to different places, and different places have you know different standards. Mm -hmm. When it was in India, some people would, you know, like on a train or something, people would be like, "Oh, do you want to try this food?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'd love to." And they'd always say, "It's really hot. Mm -hmm. Be careful." And then it, you know, mm -hmm. because they don't, know, you know. Yeah, I get you. I understand. They think I mean, that all Westerners are going to have their heads blown <laughs> off. Yeah, well, they've never met rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, you know yeah. I mean, everyone, I swear, like, everybody I know in my family is like... Like, putting Tabasco sauce in their eyes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, but, 
Yeah, I was going to say, I remember the hottest curry I ever had. There's a, a chain of really cheap bars called Weatherspoons mm -hmm. in Britain. The Spoons used to go there all the time. They would open at like, uh, open at 7 a.m. and start mm -hmm. seven drinks at 7 a.m. So you'd see people going in like, I'm in a suit and I have a job and I'm just going to go for a quick breakfast. Mm -hmm. I missed my breakfast, I'm going to go for a quick breakfast. Eating next to someone who'd like clearly been up all night. Mm -hmm. Like, I come here because I've got just enough money where I can afford to drink outside. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. this is the cheapest place. If it mm -hmm. wasn't this, it'd be a bottle of vodka. Um, but they gave me a vindaloo there once and it was like hotter than the fucking sun. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't eat it. It was impressive. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, cool. I've, I've been to Indian restaurants and eaten curry and it wasn't like that. It was... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just that saying. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hijack it and go on about I love curry. No, not at all. But I love Cajun food. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I have to try some more of that because, yeah, I mean, Cajun food is pretty tits as far as American good food goes. Um, you're not a real big fan of Tex-Mex, are you? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Having lived in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shove That's it. That's interesting. Huh? Shove it. Shove it. I, I mean, I still like Tex-Mex. It's good. Yeah. You know, it's just more like southwestern food. I mean, I like, like chili. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I like chili. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. What else have you had that's, like, good? Well, you, you know, some of the burgers are good and the mm. steaks are good, but... Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I mean, I guess there's so much, like... There's so much geographic variety here that, like, there are probably certain things that you'll really want to eat, like regionally for the best experience like if you want good salmon like you're not going to get it in indiana or kentucky you know what i mean like the pacific northwest um is gonna have like the best salmon yeah. if you want lobster go to maine do you know what i mean yeah. there's um certain things that some regions do like really well um and yeah i mean cajun creole the south does really well you know and i mean a lot of southern food i think is good um it can be heavy but it's good I think one thing that surprised me about the U.S. was how much, um, you know, re real blue cheese they make. Mm. Like, I didn't think that everyone in the U.S. would be eating, like, American cheese or cheddar. Mm. But I, I didn't realize they'd be making such interesting cheese in oh, like, we have, Wisconsin. We have some, yeah. yeah, we have some great uh, cheese producers. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's sure. not as good as in England or France or, you know, any of those real places. But Yeah. Says the guy who doesn't really like Stilton. I do like Stilton. Oh, you just didn't like how your dad made it? Yeah, one time. I do like Stilton. Do you want to explain Stilton's your like dad's my, sandwich? I mean, I think there's much better blue cheeses. <coughs> mm-hmm, yeah. But, oh, um, so my dad, who uh, <laughs> probably smoked for like 40 years of his life, uh, I suspect his taste buds might have, uh, might have uh, somewhat declined. Um, we would have this routine uh, every week. I would go and I'd go to his house on Sundays. Mm -hmm. We'd have this routine of um, buying a big baguette and a roast chicken mm -hmm. and making this sandwich. And this sandwich would just be like filthy. Like cut it up, butter it, stick in like all this chicken, stick in lettuce, stick in tomato, cover it in vinegar, and then cover it in salt. Oh, I was and talking. And cover it in mayonnaise. I, okay, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I'm getting there. So. So we always had this tradition of like splitting this massive baguette. I remember one time he said, oh, 
I'm gonna make you something I've invented, this new sandwich. And he made it, and all that was on it, this big baguette, was, uh, I suppose he buttered it, and uh, all that was on it was huge slabs of Stilton and huge slabs of avocado. Mm -hmm. And it was delicious. Yeah. It was delicious for like a bite. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like the saltiest, I mean the, the amount of cheese that was in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Stilton's pretty salty anyway. Um, but it's like a twenty dollar sandwich. Well. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, it was overpowering. <coughs> yeah, but um, yeah, he stands by it though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, don't know, I was trying to think what else food wise. Uh, I guess you had your first proper Thanksgiving here. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, you were like. I, I feel yeah. like people kept asking, what was it at one point? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you remember when George had left the room and my sister comes up to me and is like, hey guys, when it's, worth when it's time to sit, sit down and eat, let's all stand up and start singing the national anthem. Confuse George. <laughs> no, I... Didn't I, do it, but... <laughs> I, you should have done it. should have <laughs> yeah. done it. It would have been hilarious. And I would have stood up with you and waited the 10 seconds it would take because who knows the national anthem beyond 10 seconds. God save, what is it? Is it God Save America? No. Oh, say can you see. Oh, I bet you do know it. You don't know it, do you? By the dawn's early light, where so proudly we hail. Is it Something like that. By the rock, it's red glare. Yeah. That, that's the clue that it's a baby country. Well, my country's like, you stay away out of our caves, you bloody French. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fight the fucking French. Yeah, well, yeah um, anything else about food? I, I'm sorry, I don't have that much interest. No. It's not I'm, very different. Yeah. I mean, you've said that, um, like, since you've been here. It's actually, like, pretty similar. But, I mean, no, I mean, not a lot. Just, like, there is, like, a lot of regional variety, definitely. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know, what else was I, I was gonna ask, is Indian your favorite food? Yes, I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or cur Indian curry, I mean, Indian food's beyond curry. Yeah, of course, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, paneer. Mm-hmm. Pal panic paneer? Panic paneer? Palic paneer. Never mind. What are you trying to say? I don't recall. Palak paneer. Um, no, I'm just trying to remember. Alu chop. Something I'll have to try more of. Yeah. Do you know what I really wish that we could get that was good? Sushi. Yeah, I suppose so. I know you're like sushi's fine, but. No, I, I mean I 100% agree with you. I don't, I don't really like sushi because it all, you know, inevitably when you go into like sushi boss or something, it's all a bit. Um, uh, what would the word be? It's not quite fresh. Yeah. Um, well, plus it's a bit soft. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's really got to be fresh. Yes. Which is it's got to be crunchy. Gonna be like impossible in the Midwest. So um, there's always that. Plus, like, I mean, it also depends on where you go to get sushi because a lot of sushi is so like Americanized. Where and some like American sushi rolls, I think, are really good. California um, roll. Yeah, California roll's great. Um, uh, what was that one that we would get that had like, 
Oh, um, like Philadelphia roll. I like those with cream cheese and salmon and cucumber. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also like, get so many places that have these like over the top, like ridiculous drenched in like 50 sauces and like deep fried on the outside and like this big around. Like how the shit am I supposed to eat that? That is just like not good. I don't know. But it's weird. All of my favorite fruit um, foods often are uh, raw meat dishes. Um, yeah, ceviche. I love ceviche. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. Homesteading. Yeah. Do you have I mean, to say about that? Um, well, we did sort of recently uh, watch some more of Doomsday Preppers, which I think, find fascinating. Yeah. Um, because, like, so much of the stuff... I mean, I don't have a lot to say about this, just that okay. so much of the stuff that, like, they're into is stuff that I think is, like, really cool on its own. You know, like, I want to, I want one day, my dream, we will have, like, two acres of land and, like, a two-bedroom cabin and a couple of chickens and, like, a garden with plenty of fresh produce. Be nice to have, like, our own water source, a well. Be nice to have an electric, you know. Which sounds fairly reasonable until so you realize that Christina also wants to live in the middle of Seattle. <laughs> By the Puget Sound. No, yeah, I mean I really was like into thinking like Maine would be nice, but um, man, it's getting more expensive there too. And yeah, we moved here for various Telling reasons. Telling you, dude, Detroit. Detroit. No yeah. one's doing the homestead thing in Detroit. You know, I can almost guarantee you <laughs> homesteading in Detroit. No, I think I mean buy a couple of lots. There a is, whole block. There is some of that stuff. Seriously, yeah. Um, but the point just being like so much of that stuff, I think it's cool. Like, yeah, I'd like to not have to give all of our money to some rich fuck that lives somewhere else, like, be more self-sufficient, and... What are you talking about? You know, I'm talking about... Just shush, and I'll talk about it. Damn. You're talking about jarring? That doesn't look cool. Jarring? Yeah, putting things in jars and going... Is that how they do yeah, it? Suck out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how they do it, George. Yeah. Um, you know, just think it's interesting, like, that stuff's all really cool to me, and it's weird that, like... You know, there are people who can't just enjoy that, like, hobby and sort of, like, you know, say environmentally friendly and, like, vegetables out of your own garden taste good, like, way better than the shit you can get at the store. There's all kinds of nice reasons to do those things. But then when you ask them, like, why, like, on these shows and stuff, it all comes down to what, George? Yeah, Preppers is uh, the extremists, though. Oh, I know. I mean, they wouldn't be on the show if they didn't pick extremists. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just some of the core ideas, I think, are fine. Like, they're, you know, um, some of some of their ideas about things they're preparing for are, like, way more reasonable than others. The lady who's like, I'm worried about bird flu. Um, you know, there could be a bad bird flu outbreak. Let's... That, that's more reasonable, is it? It's more reasonable than... Um, uh, what were some of the craziest uh, ones? Her, like? her idea was that uh, there's going to be a bird flu pandemic uh, and the world will collapse. Uh, within three days, it'll be the apocalypse. But And then she pretends to be really nice and like, we'll, we'll help people. Mm-hmm. And then they say to her at the end, uh, you need more security. Uh, you don't have a barricade or something like that. And she goes, well, that'll we'll just shoot him. And that's what it all is. It's yeah. all about... Oh, I know. I just said more reasonable in terms of... Like, the government want to control um, us. Uh... Yeah, the government is going to come attack us at our house after the economy collapses. Um, and we're going to escape them by driving a boat down the river and blowing up explosives that we've planted in the river along the way in advance. Because that'll defeat fucking Chinook helicopters and shit. Sorry, I'm like spitting now. Idiots. <laughs> um, that same guy 
is speeding to a concrete dome that can outlast a uh, 50 inch um, round. Yeah, you know, 50 caliber round. A 50 caliber, yeah, for, yeah, I mean, a 50 inch round. Ooh. A 50 a 50 caliber round, uh, which is like, well, good, the government doesn't have anything bigger than that. Yeah. But also, uh, okay, it can, it can survive one of those. Can it survive two? Yeah. Can it survive a hundred? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess, like, what, you're going to have a, a siege with the, the army outside while you're in your little dome, uh, just living forever on canned beans and water, and, you know, they'll never come in or anything, and... I don't know, just like, yeah, crazy people, and that's totally fair, they wouldn't be on the show if they weren't crazy, that's the reason to have them on, um, is to have, like, extreme examples of some of this, but, I mean, some of the stuff's so bizarre, like, let's, we'll build, like, a tower on top of our house. You even say that, that one. How do you know I was going to say that one? Because, because there's so much effort that goes into it, and, like, so much, like, almost minutiae he, the guy puts into, like, I have to make the walls like exactly this high full of like sandbags mm -hmm. and things but he's building this bunker on top of his previously existing house yeah like With all a, it would a support take that clearly cannot support that yeah all know? he all it would take it wouldn't even take a 50 mm -hmm. all it would take is like a a 7.62 like platoon machine gun to just go at go at the gable end of that house mm -hmm. and it would fall on them they were doing that in Iraq yeah. Like collapsing people's houses by just chewing the gable end. Mm -hmm. Like you can chew that shit up and yeah. Well, as we you know have said before, um, I mean they wouldn't well, even get there. They just put a mortar in and yeah. Um, as we've said before, and I think I think you talked about this with Damien too and Sans Hosen said the same thing. It's just LARPing a lot of it. Yes. I mean these people like let's do a drill where like we'll drive really far away and off people dressed up as like military trying to stop us and pat us down and you know and then let's all go pretend to shoot each other and I think just you know just I don't know hobby I guess but well those two Mormon brothers who mm. are like our land has this really good sniping position where we can see the road like a thousand meters away right so what do we need to do we need to build a tower Mm -hmm. They're like, no, you've already got the position. Yeah. Being like 10 feet taller is no advantage. Yeah. Also, why don't you like light a few fires and start doing smoke signals? We're over here. Yeah. It's, yeah. Government. Government. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like the core ideas of like, let's have like stored, you know, water stored up. There could be an ice storm. You could have not have power for like two weeks and need food, dry goods. There's reasons to do like all that kind of stuff. Uh, that don't have to do with, like, the other big theme as well. Um, once society collapses, um, all the city people are going to come out here and take all of our food and stuff. Um, they're really worried about the city people. We're here already. <laughs> yeah, funny stuff, but... Hmm. The guy who's putting those tungsten fangs on his dogs in, like, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah... City people, they only have to travel 807 miles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But homesteading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, homesteading is fun, though. Um, what? Okay, you said you weren't going to talk much about preppers, but... Um, no, I mean, just the main thing I wanted to talk about was the, you know, I think, like, the core of, like, a lot of what preppers are doing is, like, a lot of them are homesteading. But, like, with right, this additional, additional okay. conspiracy theory stuff, like, on top of it. Um, but a lot of that's just homesteading, you know, homesteaders 
do you like, you know, like have a big garden full of berries and then make your own jam and like store it up and... And that's what you, you know. want. I think that sounds fun. Yeah, I would enjoy that stuff. Yeah, not too difficult though. I'm not talking about getting cows or anything. Like, no. fuck all that noise. Um, or even like pigs or anything. Just, you know. It'd be nice to have a bigger garden though. We did get a lot of tomatoes this year out of ours, which was nice. Yeah. But And one cucumber. No, we had like five cucumbers before. It looked like it died, and now now that it's like, you know, going to be winter in a couple of months, it's like, oh, wait, let's grow some more cucumbers now. What are you doing, plant? <laughs> and um, those yeah. are banana peppers. Yeah. I, I, I like that idea yeah. of homesteading, too. Um, and I guess kind of, yeah, that appeals to me, and I guess it, it, what appeals to me is generating my own electricity to subsidize or... You know, get rid of my need for power. Yeah. But like having looked into it a bit, like that is a big investment to yeah. get enough. Can be, yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you started doing it a little bit over time, you know, it could add up. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. It is still. Well, I mean, for us, it's definitely like prohibitively expensive at the moment. But yeah, I'm talking about dreams. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. can get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know. Fairly reason we just want like a hovel in the woods. Yeah, I mean really, honestly. Yeah. Like a hovel in the woods. Yeah. Electricity, internet. It's kind of what we have. One cell phone. It's fine. Um Yeah, if know. if you know, if you weren't around, I would live like Radagast. I know you would. Yeah. I know, you tell me all the time. If it weren't for you know, if it weren't for you, I would be like living in a cave arm wrestling a grizzly bear. <laughs> I wouldn't be arm wrestling it, I'd be cowering from it. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the cave. Bears <laughs> cave. Yeah. Yeah, I um Yeah, I, mm. Yeah, no, I get you. I mean you're just a hermit, that's why you're cool with it. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, just wanna live like I mean, it's funny, yeah, I guess that we've just like gradually are like planning to get further and further away from people. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that far, um, that far even. I don't no, I just want to be like near a hospital and shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it to be a big house or like loads of land, just no. kind of remote. Kind of. Yeah. We don't need a lot. No. Yeah, but... So I don't know. I mean, we could get there. You never know. And talk to my uncle more about all this crazy shit that he's built. Who knows? Maybe we could learn some stuff. Yeah. I'm just rambling about nothing now. Yeah, yeah. Well, just uh, now though. Just now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that—that's the homesteading thing is so much more viable here than in England. Yeah. Like I, I, I cannot imagine there were very many places. You know, I think you'd have to get to quite remote Scotland, maybe, mm. or something like that to yeah. to get you know land that you can afford. Yeah, unless, I know, I unless mean... you've got a really good job or you've got an inheritance. Yeah, I mean, you know. yeah, land has gotten ridiculous here too, but you can buy it cheap. You know, I've seen cheap land for sale, like, around here. You know, there's a a population issue, dwindling population in certain states. Um, and, you know, you might find that there's really terrible infrastructure and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you can buy a couple acres here if you really look, you know, and depending on what you're willing to deal with as well. Like, it may not have septic, it may not have you know, water connection yet, or a well, it may not be connected to the grid. Yeah. You know, so you have to work out all of that stuff, which can add, like, a substantial additional cost. But you totally can, you know, just um, to find, like, cheap places. But, um, you know, 
if you're willing to like build something or you know whatever buy a trailer and roll it on up yeah I, mean, I suppose my writer gas thing as well that that counts as having somewhere to live if I didn't have that mm. uh, like I said before a boat mm. just live on a boat mm -hmm. and just just become a sea person I mean not even that like like the very bottom of that like I'm talking about like a 10 foot boat I would live in mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have any electricity I just <laughs> I just moor in, go to the Oxo every day, mm -hmm. buy a Monster Energy drink and like a two gallon water, and then just stand outside of the Oxo, just like doing that with a Monster and then that with the water, and that's like my shower in the morning. And then I just go back into the boat and like swim around, and that's me shitting and pissing. Mm -hmm. I see, yeah. Yeah, and also a little bit of a scrub. Have a shit over there, and then swim to the other side of the bay. Have a bit of a scrub. Mm -hmm. Get Tell me more. I mean, how would I make money though? I suppose fishing. Yeah, I become like, uh, yeah, become like a sea tramp. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like bubbles in the wire. I become him, but with a boat. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, poor thing. Me keeping you from your dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Could you live in a city again? Um. Yeah. If it were. Um. I mean, the problem is that uh, the way that so many cities have gone is like, if you're not rich, you know, they're kind of shitty places to live. Um. I don't think they've gone that way. Yeah, maybe it's always been like that, I don't know. But, I mean, that said, you know, things are kind of shitty around here, too. But we can afford it now. And, um, and people leave us alone, mostly. People mostly leave us alone, mind their own business, mostly. There are trees to look at. What's that? There are trees to look at. Yeah. No one's in the alleyway taking a piss. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, no people pissing in the alleyway. We have, um, I've seen possums, deer, raccoons, owls. Loads of different lizards, frogs, the snake. Um, yeah, the hummingbirds are nice. Uh, the bees chasing them around, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a way more relaxing environment overall, I would say, which I appreciate a lot. But... Anything else Sorry, to, anything, damn. Well, I don't know. Could you ever live in a city again? I mean, yeah, I could, but there'd have to be a reason. Yeah. Like, it, you know, if someone offered me, like, a, I don't know, ridiculous job, like, they got my name wrong and they want to employ me for, like, half a million a year <laughs> working my for, name like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> They got the wrong George Ruckelschmidt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand what you're saying, yeah. That's kind of what I mean, is, like, just, you know, I mean, I guess for me... I wish I could live in a city with nobody in it. That'd <laughs> yeah. be nice, you know. Yeah. Like I like some of the elements of it, just you know. I like the convenience. I like the convenience. I like you know being able to just walk to the store if you have to. You know, things being open past like seven p.m. You know, that's always nice. Maybe small town. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I and mean, there's a lot of variety, so you know. All right. Well, are we done? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say to you. 
now. I stopped having much to say about... Uh, An hour and a half ago? Four or five years ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good. No. Thanks for watching, and... Um, uh, yeah. Thanks for watching. Bye.